Diggle? Yeah. Can you hear us? Hey, yeah, how you doing, man? Alright. Here. Here's Tony, singer of Echo, and Simona. Yeah, Simona, guitar player. Hey, guys, nice it's Jared. Yeah, uh, Jared's here. This is Daigle. Uh, Rick is also on with us. Hey. Hello. Hello. How's it going, guys? All right, Pretty all good. right. Pretty good. Thank you. It's about, what, 11 o'clock there? Uh, here is, uh, yeah, 11 o'clock. Man. P.M. P.M. You guys yeah, are troopers. Yeah, so, cool. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and get started here. Um... Tell us okay. a little bit about the uh, about your about your debut full length. You guys recorded this about a year ago. Um, tell us a little bit about because uh, you just recently released it here last month. What was the uh, <coughs> what was the delay between the when you recorded it and when you decided to put it out? Um, yeah, well, the album was recorded uh, back in November 2010, and it came out on uh, the 11th of November this year. Uh, well, I think we were just uh, pretty slow. We, I mean, we went in England recording it. Uh, we didn't have the, the artwork. And we didn't have the label. We found our label, uh, Solity Production, in, I think, uh, July or July of this uh, this year. Yeah, July. July. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so I th just think we were pretty slow because, you know, this is the first record we made, so we are totally new in the uh, industry of, of, of music yeah so maybe we did some mistakes uh, we hope we, we won't do in the future we hope so <laughs> <laughs> what kind of mistakes so, uh, well uh, we've seen them, some bands sometimes prepare the artwork with the, the pre-production so when the album is uh, is recorded you already have everything to to release it yeah and you don't have to wait we we started working on uh, on the album when uh, the album was uh, on the artwork. Sorry, when the album was recorded, something like uh, two months after the recording sessions. Mm -hmm. So we took it really, really slow, and at least we could we could re uh, release it uh, something like a year after the recording. Okay. Um, give us a little. Uh, Give us a little background on the band. You guys have been around since what, 2007? Yeah, I think 2007. I don't know. You were in the band before me. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. You called me here. Um, yeah, the band started in 2007. Uh, actually, they were only Tony. Yeah. Uh, Mauro is the other guitar player. Uh, Simone, who is the uh, keyboard, keyboard player. player. And Paolo, who is uh, the drummer. Then uh, I came uh, as a second guitar player, and another bassist, and now is normal part in the band. Like in the spring of 2008, and we started and we started our live uh, uh, live activities, something like in was uh, October 2008, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Then we changed a lot of different bass players. I think six or seven bass players. Yeah. Uh, we found uh, the the last one. Well. Yeah, hopefully it's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> the latest. Uh, is Agostino is a big friend of ours, and we know we've been knowing for uh, such a long time, and now he's part of the band. It's uh, great. Yeah. No, oh. uh, we start to to make some to metal like uh, our 
band the band we like uh, are like Swallow the Sun. Yeah, Swallow the Sun, Catatonia, uh, Paradise Lost. Yeah. I mean, the most uh, kind of death doom metal bands that mm. our metal part of, the, of our music uh, takes uh, more, most of the influences. <clears throat> but you know, um, we all have a very different musical and background, so. Yeah. You can, uh, if you listen to the record, you will notice that there is not just uh, doom metal in it. We listen to a lot of uh, progressive rock, uh, post rock, uh, from Pink Floyd to, yeah. uh, to now, 70s and 80s music, also 60s music. So I think we are a pretty nice mixture of uh, different genres of music, at least. Had you guys been in band, bands before Echo? Any of the other guys uh, well, come from other bands? Nothing, nothing serious. Nothing I mean, nothing serious to uh, mention. Uh, well, we had some bands, but it was something like in uh, garage bands. Yeah, I think uh, I started doing some uh, good gigs uh, with Echo. I used to play classic guitar until I was uh, like 14 years old, so didn't even think to have a band before. So I think that Echo, we can say that Echo is our first uh, real band. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. <laughs> cool. Um, then uh, uh, Mauro, our guitar player, used, uh, used to play in a band named Unsafe. Uh, yeah, now yeah, me and Paolo are part of this band when Mauro is no longer. It's an hardcore uh, uh, band. Yeah, hardcore, metalcore band, something like that. And it, it's exists from 2002, I think. Mm -hmm, yeah. <clears throat> I, nowadays is a side project of Echo, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, actually, kind of brings up another question. I was wondering how, I guess, just like cultural differences be, um, maybe between America and, and Italy with uh, mm -hmm. genres, you know, metal genres, because there's so many different distinctions with metal nowadays. And over here, uh, you know, there's, I don't know, there, there's a lot of emphasis on splitting things out and, you know this this kind of music is deathcore, and then there's metallic hardcore, and then there's metalcore. And d do you guys think is is it a similar situation in Italy with that separation? Mm, well, uh, yeah, uh, here there's a lot of bands that play uh, metalcore, <clears throat> so, like uh, I don't know, uh, like the Mothercare. Yeah, Mothercare, but I think more the with synthesizer metalcore, I mean, uh, similar to asking Alexandria, other kind of bands that I'm se I've seen that they go pretty pretty good also in the United States now. Uh, yeah, I think that the, the fashion now is a metalcore, deathcore, that kind of music. But uh, yeah, it's it's exploding here too. Then here in Italy, there's a, a lot of big fans of uh, about metal. There's a lot of big fans of uh, folk metal, like Copacolani, Finch, yeah. all that kind of music. There's yeah. a lot of people. We had uh, here near our town. I think it's uh, in Bergamo was a festival with Copacolani that had something like ten thousand people this oh, summer. Yeah. It's a huge festival. Wow. But it's um, yeah, I think that these are the genres that that are pretty uh, in the mood now in Italy. Do you cool. guys find that uh, you find it a whole lot of crossover with uh, kind of a fan base as far as like the folk metal goes and, and what you guys are doing? Uh, I don't think mm, so well, much. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, the genre is pretty different, but um, maybe someone can 
like both genres. I mean, for example, Drummer Paul is a big fan also of, of folk metal, so yeah. maybe also from the other side, can maybe there are some people that can l- like our, our, our music too. <clears throat> I mean, we uh, uh, we talking of we members of the band are really open-minded people that we we don't say I don't like this until we have uh, listened to it. So we hope there's. Uh, some people like 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 us also in this in this uh, the, in the between the people that likes this music, right? Yeah, because there's a I think like you guys said I mean there's a pretty pretty diverse mix of influences on you know on your CD, um, you know especially you know that there's the one song that kind of jumps out uh, once was a man I mean what what <laughs> what kind of prompted the decision there to just go all cleans on that one because that's that, that seems to be kind of the uh, you know the lightest, uh, at least musically, uh, track on the album. Like, what, what, what uh, prompted that shift? You want a true story? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, no, well, um, truly, uh, we compose uh, most of our music in the rehearsal room, <clears throat> and when we composed uh, "Once Was a Man," simply we didn't think that uh, there was space for a lot of distortion and growing yeah. it's like uh, if we were multi-clues it should be our ballad I think <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well it's um, it's kind of a different song but you know it's uh, uh, not so different I think I mean it's like uh, uh, in uh, other songs we have very heavy parts and very clean, clean melodic part, parts yeah. and this is just a, a song where we focused more on the melodic and this is one of, one of those that you Tony wrote I think yeah. on guitar with a wrong string. I, I think you can hear uh, in that song uh, some Catatonia influences because I'm a huge fan of oh, yeah. Catatonia. I'd say that I'd say that's a fair uh, fair comparison. So did, did you guys re-record oh. Omnivoid for this one, or was that carried forward carried forward from a previous recording? Uh, Omnivoid. No, we recorded in the same session. We, uh, Omnivoid, uh, like this uh, uh, kind my faults, were was also on uh, our very first demo. Yeah. But both of the songs were rearranged and re-recorded in uh, in the in 2010 in for the album. Yeah. Right. What was the? Because uh, I actually haven't heard the older version. What was the? Uh, what was the difference in the arrangement? Or what? I mean, what would you say is the primary difference between uh, the two versions? Maybe uh, cr- cr- crap recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, 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 yes, the first demo was recorded by ourselves in our room, and the quality is really um, awful. Yeah. <laughs> but about the uh, the arrangements, I think that uh, this is my fault, as a completely different verse. Yeah. Uh, as a shorter verse than the original one, and uh, there's something different in the death metal part at the end. I think we made some stop and go parts in there. Uh, about how many for that? I don't remember. I think my part was different. I changed. Normally volume. Yes, normally volume. Okay. I put something with the ebo instead of having some uh, overdrive distortion mm. uh, arpeggios or something like that. Hmm. And, and keyboards are different. Yeah, the keyboards are different right. too the in both songs. The sounds of the keyboards are very different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a really it's a really strong song. It's actually I. Probably, probably my favorite on the album. So, just kind of curious about what the what the differences were there. I mean, as far as like the production goes, I mean, what? Uh, how'd you guys hook up with uh, with Greg from Esoteric? Oh, 
Oh yes, uh, yeah, we near him where we uh, uh, opened for Esoteric in yes, it was in 2010, March 2010, and uh, yeah. uh, we opened a gig of, uh, of Esoteric here in Italy. And so we get in touch with uh, with Greg. Then we mail him and book the studio. Went there and we passed two very two great weeks in uh, both in uh, in terms of music and in the personal terms. He's a very great person. He's yeah. a great musician, incredibly out engineer, and uh, and he's one of the most uh, calm and uh, nice persons I've ever met in my life. Pretty easy to work with. Yeah, very easy. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, he can, could really uh, understand what we wanted for this record, and he just, uh, mm, I don't know how to say, it, uh, took uh, the music out of us and put it in, uh, on the record. And I mean, he's been uh, working on this uh, engineer for such a long time. When we were kids, he was already working with Esoteric. So his experience was very yeah. useful for us in, both in the studio and also in some parts on the guitars and the keyboards that he uh, helped us in changing uh, improving and it was very useful for us yeah I think he, I think he did a good job you know I think uh, you know as far as the mix goes I think uh, I think a lot of times the keyboards can be a little you know especially in the genre I think they can be a little overstated and uh, I think he did a good job of uh, you know keeping them keeping them where they needed to be so very uh yeah the whole thing is but just well, mixed really well yeah yeah he made uh, basically everything on the album the record the recording the mixing and the mastering too yeah <clears throat> actually we didn't follow the mastering process because we were already uh can't we we were back in England yeah. when he made the mastering but we saw how he, how he worked on the record and we say okay we don't need to be here for the mastering and in fact we just had to change a a couple of things when we heard the master master attraction at home, uh, uh, so that was uh, simply amazing. Yeah. In other words, to describe the, his work. Yeah, because the mix it it was already fine, already, already perfect. Yeah. I say. it's always good when they're uh, when they're already pretty much done right out of the can. Then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, we've got Rick Avery on the line with us too. Rick actually does a doom metal show um, at a college station out in Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, Rick, do you have any questions for these guys? I was gonna say, uh, did you guys experiment with any other uh, doom genres, or did you just strictly go with the uh, melodic death doom genre? Uh, oh, uh, um. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, yes. Um, me and Mauro are very into. Uh, other uh, doom metal engineers like in the stoner and sludge metal. Yeah. Uh, well, our drummer Antonio more into like funeral. funeral. Yeah, it's yeah. like Ahab, uh, worship, esoteric, of course. Yeah. Uh, to know, to know all the names. Yeah. Know all the, no, but the Sa 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 Simon, the keyboard player, maybe is more gothic doom metal. Ah, metal. yes, like My Dying Bride, yeah. Paradise Lost. Stuff yeah, like Mara that. Moore and stuff like I don't know, uh, Electric Wizard, uh, Sano, and stuff like that. Cool. That's all I got. <laughs> good, good job, Rick. <laughs> um, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> well, most of my questions were already answered, so. Yeah, Jared okay. covers a lot. No. <laughs> Way to go, Jared. <laughs> um, I have one other question for you guys, just kind of more specifically about songwriting. Um, you you mentioned yeah. that Tony. It sounded like Tony had come up with uh, 
I now I can't remember. Was it Omnivoid? He came up with like most of it. it, it I'm just curious how how most of your songs come together. Is it is it that one guy kind of brings you know several riffs to the rehearsal space, and then you all put them all together, or or does anybody come with a, a whole song kind of like all packaged and ready to go? Uh, it's difficult to say. Oh no, well, um, <laughs> no, we don't work in a, a ready-made uh, song by yeah. one member. Uh, yeah, Tony writes something on guitar. He writes uh, the main riff for Omnivoid, and of once was a man, yeah. I think. Maybe one other. Something. No, no, no other. I wrote the main one of uh, Internal Morphosis, and most of the song usually came from Simone, which is the guitar. Uh, sorry, yeah, the keyboard, keyboard player. player. <clears throat> uh, he uh, writes a lot on the piano. So he composes sometimes also a track that is about three, four, five minutes of piano. Then he take it in the rehearsal room. Then there's Mauro. He is the the guy that takes the piano track and divides it in parts. Say mm, this should be cool for the chorus. Maybe maybe this one should be better distorted. Uh, let's just form it in a breakdown or something like that. <laughs> okay. uh, and then we work all together to our parts to create a song. Yeah. And this is a I have to say this is a pretty long process. Uh, I mean, uh, the coldest land took something like four months to be ready for the stage since we started to work on it. But it's, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good way to go. It's pretty democratic also if uh, yeah. the main ideas come from Simona. We all like working this way. It's really... Well, we all like the music he, he composes, so do we, we almost never say, no, we don't like this, we don't do that. So it's uh, about now. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. This way to work for us. Cool. Very good. Um, I'm just gonna ask about uh, the touring plans. So did you guys get around Italy a lot, or um, what kind of road stuff do you guys do? You guys do? Uh, well, uh, maybe now we have not managed nothing. But no. Well, we are. We have some gigs confirmed in, in Italy now, I think four or five. One yeah. is in uh, in April, we have a gig with uh, an American band named yeah. Agalock. Maybe you know them. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a gig with them. It's the second time we, we play with them. They're over um, in, they're over uh, in Europe uh, right now, aren't they? Sorry? Is that Sorry. coming up soon? Because I think they're, they're over in Europe right now. Or no, 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 they're in Israel right now. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that they are making. They are in Israel. Yeah, yeah, I've seen on Don Facebook is in Israel now. Well, we we have this gig with them in April. That we are planning some gigs outside Italy in Europe for for the spring and 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 this for August we have something I think to them, but not is confirmed now. And in December we will play with Daylight Dies. Oh another, yes, another yes, band and, uh, from USA. Oh hell yeah! December we play with the uh, Daylight Dies, and there's also Forgotten Tone, which is our friends here. They're Italian, a uh, very good band too. Yeah. <coughs> Are you touring the whole US? Uh, in the US, uh, well, not yet. Not Maybe, yet. I, mean, uh, it's, uh, I think it, about now is uh, too expensive for us to come. Uh, in the to the US, the, to the US uh, unfortunately, we, unfortunately, we mm. we should make something like seventy gigs to to cover all the costs to to come there just for the I mean the uh, the documents we need to enter in the states uh, the the flights and all it's uh, for the, us and for yeah. the gear is really really expensive thing above now. We hope to come there in the future should be a very I think a dream. Yeah. 
definitely. So if you guys could do like a like an ideal, what would be your ideal tour package? If you could if you could think of like three or four other bands to you know either do a European or a U.S. tour with, who would that be? Ooh, that's difficult. Mm, well, I mean, uh, if if a band, I mean, a big name or a band, uh, give us the opportunity to go on the road, we we probably will never say no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, bands I think we should be good for us to, to tour with. We should be Zuo the Sun, yeah. Katatonia. I mean, the junior is pretty simple, so it's easy that we find some uh, fans of these bands that maybe are going to like also our music. But um, mm. other bands, I mean, uh, I've seen many different tours here in Europe. The noise that came also in America, they are very strange, like I'm Enamored, which is some kind of vacuum metal with the SLA dying of Black Dale Martyrs. So I think that at least the tour doesn't have doesn't have to be uh, a one engineer tour. Yeah. Mm. So um, I think that Catatonia is the, should be the best band ever for us to tour for yeah. for the engineer we made. But no, we didn't. I mean, every band is good for for touring. I think <laughs> in this moment, <laughs> <laughs> any exposure is good exposure, right? Yeah. <clears throat> what about? Um, I guess just you know when you're talking about you know trying to fit kind of the band with you know within the genres or 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 whatnot and i mean what 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 would you say draws you specifically to the doom metal genre what 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 really prompts you to to write and play this type of music as opposed as opposed to something else like you know like melodic death metal or you know any other kind of any other kind of music what what about this kind of drives you and inspires Mm. you uh well um, actually I've said that I was not a, a doom metal fan before I I joined uh, Echo and with Tony especially Tony gave me the first uh, CDs of bands uh, I started to be uh, fascinated by this engineer but then I think that uh, uh, composing we uh, focus so much on our sensation on our feelings or what we what we feel and uh, maybe I think that uh, our feelings were not uh, we're not translatable in a death metal uh, language, maybe. Uh, if you if you seen the if you hear the record, it's pretty uh, melancholic. So that kind of um, mixture of very heavy and slow and really uh, don't know really heavy parts with some almost post rock parts is uh, a kind of mixture that uh, really fascinated uh, all of us. And uh, so we actually our engineer didn't. I mean, we we were, didn't enter the room and say, okay, let's play Doom Metal. Let's Dumel. play Doom <laughs> <laughs> We just, um, we were, uh, we knew almost everyone. Uh, we say, well, let's see what comes out. What comes out, We started out, yeah. to work on it, and Divided Illusions is the final result of, of yeah. this work. It was like an experiment, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the beginning it was like an experiment. It's, uh, let's see what's going on here. Yeah. And then uh, this is why we go, what's, yeah. what's going on now? <laughs> <laughs> that seems kind of, I mean, when you guys were kind of looking to form the band, I mean, how did that, did you guys, so you, did you guys have, an, have kind of a rough idea of, you know, what you wanted to play or? Yeah, we think, we thought that, Sounds like, but maybe My Dying Bride, Paradise Lost, Catatonia, all these. All yeah, these because bands. at the beginning there were Simone Antonio and Paolo, which is the most 
funeral doom oriented in Echo, then they came to yeah, stoned men like me and my <laughs> one. You, well, at least you we, bastards. Uh, yeah, well, at least we are not uh, <laughs> in a stoner now. I mean, uh, I think that having different backgrounds uh, take the made the difference in the echo yeah. songwriting and the and the and the sound of the band. I think. Also, it's pretty different from what you thought to be yeah, at yeah. the beginning. Definitely, we are not uh, my dying bride. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> made a echo. Yeah, so if yeah. we have some parts of some influences by both bands. Yeah. Right on. Um, what would you guys say are like some of your favorite like band like what are some of your favorite Italian bands right now? Italian bands, mm, well, yours? <laughs> well, there are a lot of very good bands and different engineers. Uh, if I had to say about Doom Metal, there's the, the foreshadowing the for Rome. They are making very good. I think they make a lot of gigs also in uh, all over Europe. All over Europe, yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> but if we go more on Stoner Sound, there's Zippo, which is a very good band too. Uh, very nice guys. Uh, about Italy that we have uh, in our area, we have uh, some pretty good bands like uh, Synapsis, Hypocrisy. Yeah. Or uh, I don't know. There's a very a uh, lot of very good bands. We have also uh, the friends of mine that toured the states last year. They are Vulvectomy. They play something like Slam, Brutal, Death Metal. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty cool. I think that I toured the uh, basically the West Coast. I think. <clears throat> then if we go on more uh, experimental, we have some uh, like uh, Zoo. They are now on the Ipecac Records. Yeah. Or. Uh, there's a band that toured the States too, which is uh, doing very, very good now. This is uh, named uh, The Secret. The Secret. Yeah, on the, uh, or which is their label now is uh, uh, Southern Lord. Southern Lord. Yeah. So okay. They're very, very, very extreme hardcore sound, but they are very, very good. I saw them a couple of times and I have to say they're very, yeah. very, very good in, in yeah. live sessions yeah, too. Yeah, a, a little, a little bit black metal, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a mixture of death metal, uh, sorry, black metal no, no, and no, no, no. hardcore, but it's very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, well, then of course uh, there are too, too much to mention all of them. This is the, the, the one I've listened recently, and I have to say they are the, the one I like most. Right on. So, you guys, I know we only have like a month left in the year, but what do you guys, what do you guys have uh, going here towards the end of the year and then uh, into 2012? Uh, but maybe we 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 are managing some uh, a tour in in Romania. Yeah. Um, in Eastern Europe. Yeah. In Russia, but um, all the rest is still have to be yeah. confirmed. We are all working on it to to see what's going on. <clears throat> we have to. I mean, we released this record now. We have to. To promote it in all the way we can, and think that making live is the best way to, to promote a, a record. So we're going to 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 do as much gigs, gigs as we can, and possibly we, we will try to, to get into a tour, or make make a tour by ourselves. But it'll be pretty hard, I think. It's much harder than if you don't have a manager. It's pretty hard to, to tour Europe, I think. Yeah. But we will try it anyway. Uh, this is basically your plans for the next year. Live, 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 and, and live again. <laughs> live again. <laughs> Play more shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> as much as we can. 
It's the way to do it. Cool. Do you have anything else? Um, well, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us, guys. Um, real quick, what what's the best way for people to to keep up with you guys online? Uh, what, Facebook, I'm guessing, or do you guys have a different preference for your your online presence? I guess. Uh, no, well, uh, we uh, we all uh, are on Facebook, and uh, the Facebook uh, pages of Aofeco is uh, every day we we put some updates and. Uh, so this is the best way to 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 check out what's going on about Echo. Maybe and you can find we can find Echo in uh, Twitter. Yeah, or, in Twitter too. Or LastFM. Or um, then I mean, um, if you will find our Facebook page, then there are all the links to to everything about the band. Yeah. Cool. To SoundCloud, to LastFM, yeah. to Big Cartel for the merchandise. Therefore, to the label for buying the album. No, no fucking MySpace. <laughs> MySpace is yeah. dead. <laughs> Poor MySpace. You saw MySpace, but it was uh, dying, so we we killed it before. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll make sure we put up a link to uh, to your Facebook page when we post this interview. It'll probably be um, in a couple days, so we'll, we'll let oh. you know when it's up too. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for, the, yeah. for this interview. This yeah. is our first radio interview yeah. ever, I think. Sweet. We yeah. we, yes. We've we, popped your interview we cherry. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry? <laughs> said we popped your interview cherry. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> All cool, right, guys. guys. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for uh, forwarding the album along, and uh, best of luck to you the rest of the year. And uh, on throughout, keep in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Right. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Cheers, man. See ya. Bye. Later. See ya.